It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? MFFSOSS.com at MFFSOSS, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter.tv slash AJ3. I thought I was going to stream the Eagle game. I'm glad I didn't stream the Cowboy Eagle game. It would have been very, very sad. I would have got very upset. It would not have been. It probably would have been very entertaining, but I probably would have regretted things I said on, on stream. So I was saying mean things about the Eagles <laughs> during the game. But I was proud of my Cowboys. Even though they lost, I understand people can make fun of me. Fine. I'm sure people are. People can call Dak out. Fine. Um, Cowboys played hard. I was very proud of the effort. And, and that is a, a big statement because the last time the Cowboys stepped up the class against the Niners, they got absolutely embarrassed. So... Um, we'll touch on it and we'll recap that game. But in the kickoff, we'll do NFL QB headlines with a bunch of quarterback news. So we'll do that in the kickoff. Then we'll do our NFL Week 9 recap, College Football Week 10 recap. What a Week 10 it was. Very, very big games going down. Uh, playoff implications, of course. So then we will have our weekend soccer recap. Then look ahead to a Champions League match day four preview. And then Sarah Pulak's pick six at the end of the program. So we'll do NFL quarterback headlines, NFL week nine recap, college football week 10 recap, weekend soccer recap, Champions League match day four preview, Sarah Pulox and pick six at the end of the program. No, I, I'm not going to go college basketball crazy yet. I did the preview last show and we'll touch base on big games here and there. I'm um, sure, but I think it's 130 games on Monday. I, I can't go through all of those right now. So we'll do college basketball. And you know when the NFL regular season wraps up, and especially when the NFL postseason wraps up, we do those deep dives into college basketball to get everybody set up and situated again. So um, look forward to that if you're, if you're not let, ready for college basketball yet. So fine. All right. Um, kickoff. NFL headlines. Josh Dobbs is going to be the Vikings starter after the heroics on Sunday. He didn't know the snap cadence. He didn't know the plays. He didn't know the guys' names on the team. A hell of a win for the Vikings. A hell of a win for Josh Dobbs, who just steps in and competes. you got to give the guy credit. And it's a guy who uh, is a good story around the league for sure. So Josh Dobbs, the heroics of that game against the Atlanta Falcons and then on the other side you have the Falcons who are going to go ahead with Heineke even after the loss which makes sense because Ritter has been terrible and Heineke was good and the Falcons when we get to that game they should never lost that game so um crazy game in that one in Atlanta I mean that that game was done and dusted but it was not and give Dobbs credit so Dobbs Viking starter after the heroics Falcons going to stick with Heineke even after the loss, which makes sense because Ritter's terrible. Now you go to the Giants, who it sucks for Daniel Jones, a guy that just continues to get banged up, continues to get hurt, comes back, plays hurt, then gets really severely injured for the rest of the season. Uh, it's tough. It's tough because it's he doesn't seem like a bad guy. You know, it's just um, very, very unfortunate. His season is done. He was hurt. He comes back, he gets hurt again, and now this time he is out for the remainder of the Giants season. Jalen Hurts got banged up but didn't miss a play in the win versus the Cowboys, so give him credit for 
sticking it out, being tough, and that's kind of what he embodies. I mean, the play itself is a very tough play that they run, so give Jalen Hurts a bunch of credit for being banged up in that win against the Cowboys. It was at the end of the first half, if I'm not mistaken, and he played the whole second half, so... Uh, Kyler Murray is going to come back for the Cardinals, so they trade Josh Dobbs at the deadline. They go a week with uh, Clayton Toon. <laughs> Kyler Murray wasn't ready yet, and it seems like Gannon said if uh, everything goes well throughout the week for Kyler Murray, he will be the starter for the Arizona Cardinals come Sunday. So that is some news for the quarterback position. Let's get into our NFL Week 9 recap. Denver, Detroit, Jacksonville, San Francisco on the bye. Thursday night, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Steelers win it 20-16. Steelers went right down the field. 10 plays, drive ends, and a Harris touchdown. So they're up 7-0. Titans put together a good drive, but they stalled out for a folk field goal. So it's 7-3 Steelers. Then Levis, some good completions, set up a Henry touchdown. Titans in front, 10-7. Steelers then benefit from a roughing the passer call. Tie the game on a Boswell field goal, so we're not at a 10. Levis to Phillips twice. Set up a folk field goal that ended the half. Titans in front by 3-13-10. Steelers first possession in the second half. Into the red zone. Pick it to Pickens. He doesn't get his feet in. It was ruled a touchdown originally, but it gets overturned. So a Boswell field goal ties the game at 13. Levis to Henry for a chunk play. That sets up a folk field goal. So the Titans back in front, 16-13. Then pick it to Johnson. Big play. Pick it to Johnson. Touchdown. First time, I think, in two years, Deontay Johnson scored a touchdown. Steelers in front, 20-16. Titans get it back. Three timeouts, 4-0-2 left near midfield after a good kickoff return. But fourth and four, they turn it over on down. Steelers go three and out, punt it back. So it's 144 left. One timeout for the Titans. Fourth and seven at the Titan 30. An incomplete late holding flag. It was a hold, but the flag was late. Keeps the drive alive. Levis to Moore for a chunk play. But then Levis gets picked off. That sealed it for the Steelers. Big win. And people can complain, but they're 5-3, and three and they're right in the thick of it. Uh, give the Steelers credit. That's a tough loss for Levis and the Titans. Um, you know I love Vrabel as a coach. I hope they are patient with him. Because Levis looked all right in some spots. So give him some, give him some, uh, give him some chance, you gotta, you got to think, right? So... All right, that was Thursday night. Sunday morning got started with Miami and Kansas City in Germany. She's went at 21-14. She's went right down the field. Mahomes to Watson call a touchdown. It gets overturned. No problem. Next play, Mahomes to Rice touchdown. So it's 7-0 Chiefs. Then we had a punt fest. Seven in a row between the two teams. Chiefs then go 13 plays, 95 yards. Mahomes to Tony. Chunk play. Mahomes hits more for another chunk play. Mahomes to McKinnon. Touchdown. 14-0. Dolphins get it going. Two at a waddle, two at a hill, big play. But then two at a hill, he gets stripped. Edwards picks it up for the Chiefs. He flips it to Cook, and he returns it for a touchdown. So Dolphins were going in. Could have made it 14-7, but it's a touchdown the other way. And the Chiefs lead it 21-0 at half. Dolphins finally get on the board with a good drive. Two at a Cedric Wilson touchdown, 21-7. Mahomes sack fumble. Dolphins set up at the Kansas City 27, a holding, and then two sacks back them up. But an unnecessary roughness flag after the play from Chris Jones converts a long third down. They would have had to kick it or go for it. It's a Moster touchdown, so it's 21-14. Dolphins get it back, two-minute warning, two timeouts, two chunk Moster runs, which was gutsy play calls, but they worked out. Big, big runs. But fourth and 10 to the Kansas City 31, two, it can't handle the snap. Turnover on downs, and that sealed it 
for the Chiefs. So they get 21 in the first half. They don't score the entire the entirety of the second half, and their defense made some plays down the stretch, but they really benefited from um, a bad snap on a fourth and ten. So Dolphins step in play class, play better, um, especially in the second half. The first half, they got walked on the first drive of the game, couldn't do anything, did well to keep Mahomes at bay until another drive where they got a touchdown, and then they're going in, and it's a scoop and score basically the other way. So it's seven-point swing there. 14, sorry, 14-point swing there. My apologies. So um, if you're a Dolphin fan, I, I hope you're proud of your guys for the way you fought back in the game, but you come up a little short, similar to the Cowboys. All right, back state side, we're going to Lambeau here. Rams, Packers. Packers went 20-3. Ripon was Ripon was in for Stafford. He fumbles. Packers take over in the Rams end. It leads to a Jones touchdown, so they're up seven nothing. Rams then settled for a Harvestick field goal, so they're on the board seven three. Packer lead end of the half for the Packers. A Carlson missed field goal ends the half, so it's still seven three at the break. First play of the second half. Love to Wicks. He fumbles. Packers get it back. Jones fumbles. Harvestick misses a field goal. Could have made it seven six. They do not. Packers make it a seven point game. Carlson finally makes a field goal, so they're up 10-3. Rams fourth and two of the Packer 47. They turn it over on downs. Rams get it back. A rip and pass tipped and picked. Packers get another Carlson field goal. 13-3. Then the Packers finally get back in the end zone. Love to Musgrave. Touchdown pass 23. Rams end up turning it over on downs, and that was all she wrote. Packers get a win at home against the backup quarterback. Commanders, Patriots in Foxborough. Commies win at 20-17. Pats. At 4th and 3 at the Washington 39, they turned over on downs. Commanders got on the board with a sly field goal. Then they got a 10-play, 80-yard drive. Brian Robinson into the end zone, so they're up double digits. Robinson then fumbled. Pat set up. Mack to Hunter Henry. Touchdown 10-7. Mack and the Pats get it back. He hits Juju for a chunk play. And then Stevenson, a 64-yard touchdown run. Pats in front, 14-10. Howell and the commies going in. He gets picked off in the end zone half and shortly after. Pats open up the second half with a Rhineland field goal. So they're up seven. Commanders answer with a Howell the Dotson touchdown. So we're tied at 17. Then commies get the ball back. They take the lead with a sly field goal. Commanders punt, but the Patriots offside gives them the ball back. So they drain some more clock. They can't seal it. Pats finally get it back. No timeouts. Two-minute warning. Mack. Throws a pass through Juju Smith-Schuster's hands, and it gets picked off to seal it. And Juju even said after the game, it was a good throw. I should have caught it. So it's unfortunate if you're a Pats fan, but maybe you want to be picking early. Maybe you go pick a quarterback and let Mac Jones go. I don't know. I think Mac Jones could be the guy. But, again, what I've talked about with a lot of these quarterbacks, it's hard to evaluate them when you don't have a good coach, a good offensive line, and weapons. And I'm not knocking Belichick, obviously, as a backup. I'm knocking the Patriot offensive staff that was two defensive guys, if I'm not mistaken, last year, and a guy also who was a special teams guy. So I don't really know about much about offense. But, hey, it is what it is. Okay. Um, next up, Tampa and Houston. This one was a wild one. Houston was at 39-37. Stroud to Schultz. He fumbles. Bucks set up a McLaughlin field goal off that. Texan then go right down the field. Stroud to, Stroud to Collins. Touchdown. Bake hit White for a big play. Bake Otten touchdown. Bucks back in front, 10-7. Bucks then take over in Texans end after some special teams plays. White touchdown, 17-7. Texans make it a one-score game with a Fairbairn field goal. He gets hurt there. 
Bucks open up the second half with a McLaughlin field goal, so they're up 10 again. Stroud to Brown, 75-yard catch-and-run touchdown. Two-point play gets picked off because they have to go for two because Fairburn got hurt. Uh, Bucks kick another McLaughlin field goal, so it's 23-16. So it's seven, Stroud to Dell, touchdown, two-point play, no good. So Tampa's lead is one. They could have been down one if they get the two-point play. If they kick the extra point and they make it, it's a tie game. However, Tampa still leads by one. Texans get it back. Fourth and goal. Stroud to Schultz. Touchdown. Two-point play. Good this time. So they're up seven. Bucks get it tied with a white touchdown. 30 to 30. And then Ogbenali. Ogbenali. I believe it is. Sorry. I butchered that. That's, of course, classic me. Anyway, he's the backup running back. Special teamers. And he's like, I played soccer. I can kick. He makes a field goal to put them ahead. 33-30. Then Bucks. Fourth and two. Big scrambles for a long... Um, a long scramble that that fourth and two. You didn't think he was going to take off. He did. He gets the big uh, fourth down conversion. Then he hits Otten for their second touchdown. So the Bucks are in front, 37-33. Texans need a touchdown. Two timeouts, 46 seconds left. Stroud to Dell. Stroud to Dell, touchdown. Two-point play. They kneel it down, so they're up two. Six, six seconds left for the Bucks. Lateral play does not work. So a big win for the Houston Texans, who... I think a lot of people thought we're going to be picking in the top five again, picking, you know, so so many young guys, rookie head coach, all that. And they're winning a lot of football games. They are winning a lot of football games. So, um, you got to give Houston a ton of credit. You got to give Houston a ton of credit. All right, Arizona and Cleveland next up. Cleveland wins it 27 to nothing. Watson back. Browns had a fourth and three at the Arizona 36. They trust their defense, so they went forward. It was a turnover on downs. Browns get it back. A Hopkins field goal got them on the board. Toon got picked off. Then a Watson pass got batted up in the air. Amari Cooper jumps up in the end zone and comes down with it for a touchdown. Cleveland up 10-0. Then a Hopkins field goal ends the half 13-0. Toon gets stripped in the second half. Watson hits Njoku to make it 20-0. Toon picked again. Hopkins misses a field goal. Then the Cardinals had fourth and 12 at the 50. They turn it over on downs. Leads to a Kareem. Hunt touchdown, so a dominant defensive performance from the Cleveland Browns, and they get another win, and their quarterback was back, so that was probably good for them. Bears, Saints in Nolan. Saints win it 24-17. Bears right down the field. Badge it to commit touchdown. They would connect again. He gets picked off on the next drive, so the Saints take over in the Bears territory. Carter Olave touchdown. Then Badgett heats up. He hits commit again, so it's 14-7. Saints answer with a car to Taysom Hill touchdown, 14 up. Bears move it. Santos hits the upright. It was his first miss of the year. Half ends shortly after then. Second half action, Badger to Moore. He fumbles. Saints only manage a long groupie field goal out of it. He makes it. So Saints up 17-14. Bears tie it with the Santos field goal, so 17 up. Saints take over in the Bears end again. Hill the Johnson, so a touchdown pass from Taysom Hill. Saints up 24-17. Badger gets picked off again. Saints fourth and one of the Chicago 17. Carr gets stuffed, which you have Taysom Hill. Wouldn't you want to run it with him? No, they don't. So there you go with that. Um, Badger picked a third time. Saints try to steal with the groupie field goal. He misses it, but Badger fumbles to end it. So Saints survive because the Saints were a lot of people's pick and survival. Let me tell you that. So um, a lot of people ex ex uh, exhaled. In that one, when the clock has zero cents for sure. All right, Seattle-Baltimore. Baltimore wins at 37-3. So we've had two tests for Baltimore, if you want to call it, in the NFC. Come to their place, Detroit and Seattle. And they've crushed both of them. Um, so you got to give Baltimore credit. You know, I looked at their schedule. 
This second half is where we will learn about Baltimore. They've gotten fat on some bad teams, but the teams that have come to their place in the Lions and the Seahawks that are supposedly good, they've smashed. So you got to give them credit. Uh, Ravens win this one 37-3. Good drive for the Ravens. Troll plays 81 yards. Edwards touchdown makes it 7-0. Geno gets picked off, but Lamar gets stripped. It gives it right back. Nothing comes from it. Ravens get the ball back. 10 plays, 84-yard drive. Another Edwards touchdown. So they're up 14-0. Then Seattle tried to get back in the game. Geno hits Metcalf for a huge play. He ends up getting knocked out of bounds. He couldn't score. It sets up a Myers field goal. So they're on the board, but they're down 14-3. Beckham fumbles, so you got to think Seattle's like, okay, here we go. Geno fumbles it right back. Ravens get a Tucker field goal. Half ends. Uh, Edwards, a long run, sets up another Tucker field goal. So it's 20-3. Then the Ravens settle for a third Tucker field goal, 23-3. Mitchell, long run. He's another back that they got. This guy's the speed one, so it's 30-3. to Seahawks turn over on downs. Huntley to Beckham touchdown. Ravens turn over on downs when they got the ball back because they didn't feel like punting. So um, a dismantling. Give the Ravens a bunch of credit. Minnesota and Atlanta. Minnesota wins at 31-28. Falcons open up the scoring with a coup field goal. 3-0. Vikings tie it with a Joseph field goal. Dobbs gets in for Hall. He's sacked for a safety, so it's 5-3 Atlanta. Falcons ensuing possession. They get another coup field goal. Dobbs fumbles a third coup field goal, so it's 11-3. Vikings back in the game, even though they're down eight, but they're back in the game. Dobbs to Madison, touchdown. 11-10, Falcons half-end, same score. Dobbs fumbles the opening possession in the third quarter. Another coup field goal. Joseph field goal makes it a one-point game. Heineke to Smith, 60-yard touchdown. Atlanta lead 21-13. Robinson fumbles. Vikings set up. It's a Dobbs touchdown. They go for two in the tie. They get it. Heineke gets picked off. Vikings set up. Only get a Joseph field goal out of it. So it's 24-21. to 21. Great drive from the Falcons. 13 plays, 79 yards. Algier punches it in. Falcons up four. You're thinking, okay, get a stop. We win the game, right? Dobbs to Addison. Chunk play. Fourth and seven. Dobbs a huge scramble. Uh, to convert that fourth down. Then Dobbs, Addison on the goal line. Touchdown. Vikings in front, 31-28. You got 22 seconds left for the Falcons. And Koo has a big leg. So you had an opportunity, but they did not. They got too many incompletions to start their drive. And they had to attempt the Hail Mary that fell, uh, fell way short from Heineke. To be fair, I think he threw it from his own 35 or something crazy. So uh, maybe his own 25, it seemed like. So, hey. Give the Vikings credit. Give Dobbs all the credit. Falcons, I think Arthur Smith, it, it could be it. I, I thought Arthur Smith was a good enough coach um, in this league to possibly win, especially in that division with the, um, I don't know what to call it, the dynasty of the Bucks falling apart. But with the changing of the guard in Tampa, you got a whole new thing going on in Carolina. To me, it was an Atlanta year that they could have taken advantage of the situation because I don't know if New Orleans is that great, to be honest, as we know. But it doesn't seem like Atlanta is, is taking it because they've lost a couple games at home now that you got to be shaking your head. They just not play well. They didn't play good football. Um, and in this one, you have the lead late, and you surrender it. That's a tough one. All right, Indy beats Carolina 27-13. to I thought you know I could have had this one shocked with the Carolina pick. I, I think I'm done picking Carolina. They're really bad. They're a bad football team. They're just a bad football team, to be honest. Uh, and not that the Colts are any good, but Carolina's really bad. Colts 15-play drive ends in a gay field goal. 
Colts then into the end zone. Minshew to Taylor. Touchdown. So it's 10 nothing. Panthers get on the board with the Pinheiro field goal. But the Colts answer with a gay field goal. So it leads back to 10. Young then threw a pick six. So the half ends. Colts up 20-3. to Panthers then put together a drive. 15 play, 77 yards. Young to Shark. Touchdown. So it's 20-10. to Panthers get it back. He throws another pick six. So that about wrapped it up. Uh, ensuing Panthers drive. They settle for another Pinheiro field goal, so it's 27-13. Young gets picked off a third time, and then Panthers had fourth and 18th. They're on 17. They turn it over on downs. Vegas beat up on the G-Men in Cincinnati. Raiders win it 30-6. O'Connell started. He hit Myers to set up a Myers touchdown on an end around. Vegas up 7-0. Giants had fourth and one at the Vegas 34. They turn it over on downs. Jones gets hurt. DeVito in. Jacobs run, O'Connell to Renfro, first down, and then Jacobs touchdown to cap the drive off, 14-0, DeVito gets picked off, Raiders take over at their own 40, O'Connell to Tucker for 50, that sets up goal to go, Jacobs, another touchdown, DeVito then gets picked off on some wicked deflections, a Carlson field goal made it 24-0, half end shortly after, first possession of the third quarter, another Carlson field goal made it 27-0, then DeVito hit Robinson back in the end zone wide open, two-point play, no good, 27-6, Giants turn over and downs. Carlson field goal. Giants turn over and downs. Giants turn over and downs. Raiders turn over and downs to end the game. Cowboys, Eagles. Eagles win it 28-23. Eagles, 13-play drive. Their first possession, including the fourth and one shove play. Fourth and three hurts to Goddard because um, they weren't going to shove on fourth and three, I guess. They threw the ball. Good conversion. Jordan Lewis didn't cover him. It ends in a game well touchdown. Good return for Turpin off the kickoff. Fourth and one, Dak hits C.D. Lamb. That set up goal to go. Dak to Ferguson tied the game at seven. Cowboys get it back. Dak to Ferguson, big play. Dak to C.D. Lamb for a first down. Dak to Turpin, touchdown. Cowboys in front, 14-7. Then Hurts to Swift twice. Swift fumbles. It comes back on a replay. And then the Hurts shove play puts it into the end zone, 14 up. Cowboys next possession, fourth and one. Dak to Ferguson, but they settle for an Aubrey field goal. So the Cowboys in front, 17-14. Half and same score. Eagles open up the third quarter. Hurts to Smith, touchdown there in front, 21-17. Then they get it back. Three flags give the Eagles yards on the drive. Hurts to Brown, touchdown up 11, 28-17. Cowboys needed a big drive to start um, getting back in the game. Fourth and one penalty on Bayard, even though Dak got it. They challenged the spot, which was dumb. Um, so they convert that. Fourth and goal. Dak hits Schoonmaker. It's ruled a touchdown, but he's just short. Turnover on downs. Cowboys get it back. Dak to Tolbert. Big play. Dak to Tolbert. Touchdown. Two-point play. Dak stepped out of bounds as he extended for the goal line. So they're down 5-28-23. Eagles go three and out. Good job by the Cowboy defense. Cowboys get it back four 42 left. Dak to Ferguson for a big first down. Fourth and eight at the Philly 29. They turn it over on downs. Eagles can't convert. They have to punt it back. DPI got the drive started for Dallas. Then Dak to Ferguson. Tack on a roughing the passer. So it's first and five at the Eagles six. 27 seconds left. But a Tyron Smith false start backs him up. Dak takes a sack where Terrence Steele uh, got beat like a drum. So I'm not going to blame Dak for that. And then he throws it short of the goal line to CD, which if there was another receiver coming the other way, maybe he flips it to him and they walk in, but there was nobody there, and CD's always going to get tackled short of the goal line, unfortunately. So a couple plays here and there. 
Eagles had the ball on the ground three times, and they got them. They got um all three back. Um, the schoolmaker touchdown, the two point play, uh, the play at the end of the game. It's tough. It's tough for the Cowboys. It's unfortunate, but um, I'm more encouraged than I was after the Niner game. And the Cowboys got to do their job and could be nine and three. And the Eagles could be nine and three when they match up in Dallas in a few weeks time. So we'll see what happens. Um, more encouraged for sure than the Niner game. Uh, but more the same in these big games. They can't pull it out, which is unfortunate. And again, credit hurts. He played tough. Um, Sirianni isn't a good coach. I'm just going to say that. I think everybody knows it, but that's all I'm going to say about that. All right, Sunday night, Buffalo-Cincinnati. Cincinnati wins at 24-18. Cincinnati is putting it together, folks. I know it's early November, and you don't want to get hot right now, but they're putting it together in Buffalo with Allen. He throws so many picks. Like, I come with the same energy for Josh Allen that you do for Dak Prescott. That's all I'm going to say about that. And I like Josh Allen, and I, I think it's good for Buffalo what he's done, and they're competing, and he's turning around for them. That's great, but... Oh, my God. This guy gets a free pass. It's insane. Anyway, Bengals go down the field. Burrow to Smith. Touchdown. They're up 7-0. Bills answer. Allen runs in a touchdown. He gets the taunting call. Got a says on the kickoff, so it's 7-7. Bengals 11-play drive. Ends in a mix-in touchdown. They're up 14-7. Allen gets picked off. Bengals take over the Bills and Burrow to sample. Touchdown 21-7. Bills open up the second half with a bass field goal. Bengals fourth and six at the Bill 37. They turn it over on downs. Allen hits Kincaid, but he fumbles it back to the Bengals. They add McPherson field goal to go up 14. Bills need a score bad. They get it. Allen to Diggs. Two-point play is good. So it's 24-18. Bills kick it deep with one timeout and 332 left. Burrow to Boyd. Big play. And then a Joe Mixon run. Sealed it off for the Bengals on Sunday night. Big win for them. Let's go to Monday night. Chargers, Jets. At Jet Life. Chargers get the win 27 to 6. Scoring got started on a Davis punt return for the Chargers. So they're up 7 0. Then Zach Wilson finds Garrett Wilson, but he fumbles. Jets end up getting it back, but Zach Wilson fumbles. And Chargers get uh, take over at the 50. Eckler big run sets up an Eckler touchdown. So the Chargers up 14 0. Jets get on the board with the Greg Delight field goal. But Herbert gets the charge in the field goal range before the half ends, and a ticker field goal ends the second quarter. 17-3 Chargers. Jets, good drive to open up the third quarter, but they settle for a second Greg like field goal. They cut it to 17-6. Chargers stall for a dicker field goal and make it 20-6. And then Wilson stripped, returned to the two. That set up an Eckler touchdown. Chargers increase the lead to 27-6. Jets drive it. Fourth and goal, Wilson throws it short of the goal line, and then the Chargers kneel it to seal it. L.A. gets the win. Cross country. Give them some credit, Stanley, some credit. Uh, he's not a good head coach, but the defense is pretty damn good, and even with the injuries they've had on offense, they still have Herbert, they still have Allen, and they still have Eckler. So they got... Guys that are very, very good football players if they're protected. So, give the Chargers some credit. Jets, it's tough. It's tough because, again, Jet defense plays pretty well. Um, and they have nothing to show for it. So, that's tough. From the pros to the student-athletes, college football week 10, Mizzou number 12, Georgia number 2. Georgia wins it 
30 to 21. Game was 10-10 at half, and Mizzou started the third quarter um, with a field goal to give them a lead, but two Georgia touchdowns gave them a um, second half lead. Mizzou cut it to three, but then two Woodring field goals gave Georgia the distance, and it never was closer. So Georgia with a big win at home over Mizzou. That'll help their resume. Washington against USC. Washington wins at 52-42. Score for score in the first half until Washington got one more for a 35-28 lead at half. Game gets tied in the third quarter, but the Husky defense shut down the Trojans in the fourth quarter, and the offense got a field goal and a touchdown for the 10-point victory. Kansas State against Texas. Texas wins at 33-30 in overtime. Very fortunate. Murphy in for Ewers. Texas jumped out to 17-0. Kansas State a big touchdown at the end of the third uh, end of the quarter. Uh, to get them back in it. Texas started the third quarter with a touchdown and field goal, then K-State answered two touchdowns early fourth quarter to tie it. Texas kicked a field goal with six minutes left. Kansas State kicked a field goal as time expired to force overtime. Then a Texas field goal in overtime, and Kansas State elected to go for it. Instead of kicking the game-tying field goal, they come up short, and that's how the Wildcats lose it in Austin. Texas escapes. They still have one loss. LSU-Bama. Bama wins at 42-28. They stay alive. LSU scored first. Bama then had 14-7 and 21-14 leads. LSU tied it late second quarter, then took a 28-21 lead in the third quarter, but three straight Bama touchdowns broke it open, 42-28. Texas stays ahead of Oklahoma because Oklahoma lost. Even though Oklahoma beat them, Oklahoma suffers their second loss, and it's to Oklahoma State. In Bedlam, Oklahoma State will have that rivalry Um bragging rights until they ever play again, which never happens. So Pokes win at 27-24, 7-7 after one. Oklahoma State had a 17-14 lead at the break. OU scored a touchdown in the third quarter to make it 21-17. Oklahoma State answered with a touchdown on their own and a field goal. Oklahoma field goal, but they couldn't get another one to tie it and force overtime. Big win for the Pokes. Give them credit. Rutgers and Ohio State in Piscataway. Rutgers had a 9-7 lead. They end up losing 35-16. Pick six in the third quarter changed the game. Rutgers was driving. If they ever get a touchdown there, it could have been a different game. Um, but the pick six changed the game. Michigan handles Purdue at home 41-13. Michigan started both halves well and kind of gave us some scores at the end of both halves. Florida State 24-7 over Pittsburgh. Not the most impressive showing, but the Moles defense was solid. Oregon beats up on Cal, 63-19. Knicks, four touchdowns, one pick. It was 14-10 in the first quarter, so Oregon pulled away. Ole Miss beats A&M, 38-35. Ole Miss hangs on. A&M missed a field goal late. Penn State beats Maryland on the road, 51-15, 21-7. Penn State at half, and it was a 30-8 second half. Yikes. Um... Louisville beats Vatek 34-3. Clemson, Tyler, fired Dabo and the boys up. Clemson wins at 31-23. They jumped out to a 24-9 lead at the half and held on in the second half. Oregon State beats Colorado 26-19 on the road. Tennessee hammers UConn at home 59-3. Milton, two touchdowns in the blowout. Barnes had four touchdowns and a route for Utah 55-3. Uh, Fafita and the Arizona Cardinals upset UCLA at home 27-10. Fafita had three touchdowns, one pick. Kansas State survives the letdown spot against Iowa State in Ames. They've been at 28-21. Uh, Tulane rallies from 10-0 down in the first quarter, win at 13-10. And Army 
jumps on the Air Force Academy. 23-3, Knights 17-0 lead early in that one. All right, weekend soccer recap. Fulham and Man U. Man U went at 1-0. Bruno, stoppage time winner. Man U were terrible. Uh, they didn't deserve to win the match, and they end up getting all three points at Craven Cottage. So give them credit. Um, they won the game. Give them credit. Wolves and Sheffield United at Bremen Lane. Sheffield United win it 2-1. Big win for them. Archer got the scoring started. Belgrade, 89th-minute equalizer, but then a pen gave Sheffield United a chance. Norwood, Norwood stoppage time pen, wins it. Man City, Bournemouth City win it 6-1. Doku scored, and then he got four straight assists. Uh, Silva, Akanji, Foden. Sinistera got one back for Bournemouth, but then Silva got his brace, and then Ake got... City 6. Everton, Brighton, that one was 1-1. Mikolenko got Everton on the board and Goodison rocking early, but an own goal equalizer split the points. Burnley, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace went at 2-0. Schlupp and Mitchell, the goal scorers at Turf Moor. Brentford, West Ham. What a match this was. Brentford went at 3-2. Mape got the scoring started. Kudas, great goal. Bowen put West Ham up 2-1. Own goal equalizer. Then Collins wins it for Brentford in the second half. Newcastle Arsenal, what a match this was. Um, Newcastle win it one nil. Very tough result for Arsenal. The goal that was scored by Anthony Gordon. There were three contentious moments on the goal. Was the ball in or out? Um, was there a foul on Gabrielle from um, Joe Ellington? And then was Gordon on or offside? They couldn't determine if he was on or offside, and they didn't call it a shove, and they couldn't figure out if the ball was in or out. So the technology failed them. And honestly, for me, I don't think it's a 50-50. Gabrielle literally gets shoved in the back. Like, that's where, like, we got to call those because then all hell breaks loose in the penalty area, and then we never know what's going on. So I understand Arsenal's gripe. Absolutely, 100%. I get where they're coming from. Um, but you're not really going to get any sympathy from me about replays after everyone cried when Liverpool wanted a replay. So I'm just you're just not going to get that from me personally. I understand what you're calling for. I'm just never going to agree to it after what happened with the Liverpool-Tottenham game at, at, earlier in this season. So you say, oh, you're being biased. That's fine. I understand what I'm doing. I'm telling you right now what I'm doing. So... It sucks for Arsenal. It's a hell of a way to lose your unbeaten run at St. James Park to a goal that you don't think should ever be allowed. And Arteta has a point for sure, but it got allowed. Go score a goal then. They did it. Uh, Forest beat Villa at home. Good result for Forest. City ground becoming that uh, that uh, fortress for them, for Cooper. Uh, Aini got the scoring started. Mangala got the second one. Then Luton and Liverpool at Kenilworth Road. Listen, Liverpool should have dominated this game and really did, but just couldn't get a goal. Um, and instead, it's Chong gets the goal for Luton and Liverpool press, press, press. And Luis Diaz comes on and Luis Diaz, his dad, is still not uh, returned after being kidnapped. Um, and he scored the stoppage time equalizer to give Liverpool a point. Some things are bigger than sports, um, but sports are the best. That's why sports are the best, guys. Like, things like that, honestly. Um, what a moment. 
for Liverpool to get that stoppage time equalizer from Luis Diaz. Now, the game on Monday, Tottenham-Chelsea. We no longer have any unbeatens. Arsenal lost, and so did Tottenham. Chelsea beat them 4-1. And again, Arsenal I didn't have any sympathy for, and I don't have any sympathy for Tottenham because it was Tottenham, and it was Tottenham fans that were um, shameless, shameless after what happened in that match against Liverpool. So I have no sympathy for Tottenham fans. Kulisevsky actually gave Tottenham a 1-0 lead, and Son gave him a 2-0 lead, but that goal was offside. Then all hell breaks loose. Chelsea have the ball in the net. It's offside. Chelsea have the ball in the net again. It's offside. But in that moment, Romero gets sent off and concedes a penalty, to which Palmer scores. So it's 1-1. Then we go to the second half. Tottenham are down to 10. Adogi goes diving in like an idiot on a yellow card. He gets sent off. So Tottenham are down to 9. It's nearly the same exact situation that played out against Liverpool. Uh, for Tottenham, except they're on the other end of it. So I have no sympathy. And then Chelsea score. It's offside. Jackson scores. It's good. Then Dyer scores for Tottenham. It gets ruled offside. And then Jackson got his second and third for his hat trick and Chelsea's third and fourth for the insurance. Big result for Chelsea. Uh, Tottenham finally losing the league. People complaining to Ange, like, you're playing too high of a line. He's like, mate, that's just who I am. If we had five, I'd still play a high line. Like, you're a psycho, Ange. Um, but give Chelsea credit. They've started to put together some good results. Uh, Murdoch and Jackson getting some confidence. That's what they needed, especially in the absence of Lukaku and some of the other guys that they have and they want to play up front. So give Chelsea a bunch of credit. Tottenham, I don't want to hear anything. I don't. Um, it's a sending off for Romero. If you want to complain about VAR overmanage, like that's just what the system is now. They're trying to get calls right, and the Casado the Casado goal is a great goal. It's offside, um, barely, and since it's offside, they get to replay the whole thing, and it was a penalty. Romero completely took out Enzo. Enzo wins the ball by challenging Romero on his clearance, and therefore. Even though Romero won the ball first, Enzo deflects it and wins it that way, and you can't take him out, so you get sent off. What a wild game. 4-1 Chelsea. London Derby's never disappoint. All right, La Liga, Las Palmas, Atletico, Las Palmas win it 2-1. Sevilla and Celta Vigo draw 1-1. Barcelona beat Real Sociedad 1-0, and Real Madrid draw Rayo Vaticano 0-0. Syria. Bologna beat Lazio 1-0. Napoli beat Salernitana away from home 2-0. Inter at Atalanta win 2-1. Kalengalu pen Martinez goal. Skamaki got one back, but then uh, Atalanta had one sent off in stoppage time. Udinese beat AC Milan at the San Siro 1-0. Roma beat Lecce 2-1. Lukaku, uh, the stoppage time winner after the stoppage time equalizer came for Rome. Juve beat Florentina away from home 1-0. Bundesliga. Hoffenheim, Leverkusen, Leverkusen 3-2. Continue their great run. Uh, Leipzig lose to Mainz away from home 2-0. And then Dirk Klassiker, Dortmund at home. Bad. Munich win 4-0. Up of Mancano got the scoring started. And then in his first Dirk Klassiker, Harry Kane hat trick. What a moment for Harry Kane, the Englishman, since coming back. Or since 
leaving England and going to Bayern Munich. Just coming back. Uh, Ligun, PSG, Montpellier, PSG went 3-0. Monaco beat Brest 2-0. Zachary and Golovkin, the goal scorers there. And Nice beat Rennes 2-0. All right. Uh, Champions League match day four preview. We got the second wave of games going first. Um, Lazio hosts Fenendor and then Celtic go to the Wanda in Madrid. Uh, this group is interesting. Fenendor's on six points. Atletico's on five. Lazio's on four. Celtic, unfortunately, on one. But any kind of win, they can um, stay in and be alive. They need a pad. So that's the games in Group E. Group F, Milan hosts PSG. Dortmund hosts Newcastle. PSG has six points. Dortmund have four. Newcastle have four. Milan have two. Two draws and a loss. Um, the group of death there. Again, anything can still happen now. Um, it could be the reverse of fixtures, and AC Milan could be on top. Who knows? It could be crazy. Um, next up... We have Man City, Young Boys, and then Red Star against Rebel Leipzig in Group G. City are perfect, three from three. Rebel Leipzig's only loss is to City. And I think Young Boys and Red Star drew, right? Correct. Yeah, so that's what happened there. That's how they have one point each. Uh, Leipzig have six, and City have nine. And then Group H, Shakhtar hosts Barcelona, Porto hosts Antwerp, Barcelona, three wins from three. Porto, two wins and a loss. Um, Antwerp have three losses. Shakhtar beat them once already. All right, so those are Tuesday's matches. How about Wednesday's matches? We got Bayern against Galatasaray, Copenhagen versus Manchester United. Munich, three wins from three. Galatasaray have one result of each, a win, a draw, a loss. United have a win and two losses. Copenhagen have a draw and two losses. So Bayern on their way to possibly wrapping up that group for match day five and not uh, match day six if they keep winning. Then we got group B, which has been interesting matches. Arsenal, Sevilla, PSV, and Len. Arsenal, two wins and a loss. Len, a win and two draws. Sevilla, two draws and a loss. PSV, two draws and a loss. So it's still kind of all available here. Arsenal on six, Len on five, and Zavia and PSC both on two points. Group C's matchups. Real Madrid against Braga and Napoli against Union Berlin. Real Madrid three wins from three. Napoli two wins and a loss. Sporta one win and two losses. Union Berlin have been defeated three times. And then we have Group D. Matches there will be Rebel Salzburg Inter and Real Sociedad against Benfica. Benfica, unfortunately, have been struggling in this group. Three losses in three. Real Sociedad and Inter both two losses and a draw. Rebel Salzburg a win and two losses. So Sociedad and Inter Milan on seven points. Benfica on zero points. And Rebel Salzburg on three after beating Benfica. So more kind of... Um, Scenarios will come out of match day four when there will be only two more match days left in this Champions League group stage. All right, let's go to Star Pulaks and pick six. Good week nine for the picks segment. Star Pulaks 3-0 brings us to 23-4 on the season. Cleveland, an easy winner. New Orleans was a sweat. 
um, against the Bears, but they pulled that one out. And then Baltimore, another easy winner. So two out of three blowouts, and the third was still a win. So 3-0 and on the week, 23-4 and in Survivor Pool Locks. Pick six, 4-2, and two, uh, up to 25-27-2, and two, so we're only two under 500. So try to get right uh, next week and then pack on some winning weeks and, and finish this thing strong because – we're going to stick with primetime unders. 3-0 and last week, 3-0 and this week. Tennessee-Pittsburgh under 37. Uh, Sunday night, Buffalo-Cincinnati under 49. And the Chargers-Jets under 42 on Monday night. The other games, Saints minus 6 was a win. Falcons minus 4 should have at least been a push. Uh, that was disgusting at the end of the game, how the Falcons blew that one. So that was a loss. And then Carolina plus 3. Oh, wrong side. Wrong side of that one. So honestly, we should have been 5-1. and one. We got screwed in the Atlanta game, but... It is what it is. Escape with some close ones, especially the Thursday night under. But 3-0 primetime unders last week, 3-0 primetime unders this week. We will continue that trend on Thursday. That I promise you. Okay? So, good week in the picks portion. 3-0 Sarah Pulox, 4-2 in the pick 6. All right. We will talk to you on Thursday with a Champions League match day 4 recap. A look ahead to NFL Week 10. A look ahead to College Football Week 11, which features Penn State and Michigan, which is a gigantic game. Maybe we talk a little college basketball. And then, of course, look ahead to the weekend footage. So, all that and more on Thursday's show. Until then, talk to you. Peace. That's the name of it? Guys, check out his podcast. That sounds like my kind of podcast. Football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.